You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome into another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. And it's your boy, Kevin. And we're here tonight to discuss a different kind of subgenre. This one is a little little different than what we've covered in the past. Um, I'm actually very... <laughs> I kind of laughed at the title a little bit. It was We were tossing around a few ideas. Why don't you give us a couple of ideas we were tossing around first, and we'll give our, our actual one. Yeah, so before we just came upon the one we decided to use, we kind of did synonymous words with both old people and evil. So we got wicked old timers. We've got ungodly geriatrics. <laughs> and then we finally got to the one we're going to use. We are going to use sinister seniors. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. Sinister seniors, because these people are fucking sinister. So <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, this is what, this is Jonathan, not everybody you really saw coming, honestly. I think that, you know, you think about evil children as more of a, a thing, but you know, there's a lot of evil old people out there in in uh, horror movies. So, um, yeah, it makes us see what you have on your top five list, and you know what I got going on. But and like you say every time, you know, I don't know if your top five is. I don't really, you know, you know, what mine is. So, um, I'm anxious to get into this one, dude. And I guess the origin film too would be an interesting one as well because I don't have no clue. We're going with this, so. Oh yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna see, man. It, I did kind of go around the bush a little bit, um, in more way th- ways than one, because uh, I'll explain it all in the origins. Um, I, I just kind of wanted to mention real quick too that somebody actually gave us the idea of this subcategory. Um, we threw it out on Instagram, and I am so sorry, I do not remember who said to do old people. So, if that was you, let us know, and we'll try and give you a shout out in a later podcast or whatnot. But yeah, thanks for the idea. Seriously, that's awesome. Because yeah, we wanted to get you guys involved, especially. So, yeah, we really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, uh, joining with us and, and trying to help us figure out more subgenres because we are running out a little bit. So <laughs> we do appreciate <laughs> the help. <laughs> yeah, well, we're walking uh, the line, as Johnny Cash would say. Exactly. Oh, Johnny Cash. All right, man. Well, let's, uh, let's hear this origin. Origins. So this one's a little touch and go. Old people have been in films forever, right? Um, Wes would know he is amongst one of them, right? That's right. You got that right, dude. Hell yeah, brother. So, I mean, I just kind of picked an old movie that where there was an older person that kind of stood out for me, and that was The Invisible Man from 1933. Nice choice, dude. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, bravo. Hey, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Do we have one of those sound bites of like people clapping? We don't like a crowd um, or anything. All we got is this. <laughs> so, so it really doesn't fit it, you know. So I mean, it'll do for a crunch. Oh, it goes again. It just won't stop. A double one. <laughs> a double. One. <laughs> all right. So the reason why I chose this movie, many of you may not know. Um, I'm sure a lot of you do know at this point. If you've seen The Invisible Man, the original. You would know of a certain character played by a woman named Una O'Connor. 
Now, she played the character Jenny Hall in the film. She spends the entire fucking movie screaming. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> every time she is on the screen, she just takes the fucking... She... What's the word I'm looking for? She fucking... She takes the... <laughs> She's taking the spotlight. She so basically she takes she takes the spotlight away from everybody whenever she's on the screen man she just is screaming her head off and that's kind of always been one of my favorite things from those older movies like you can literally YouTube Una O'Connor screaming that is Una U N A O'Connor screaming and there is a video of every screaming scene in The Invisible Man and it has uh, only four thousand views which is a fucking goddamn disgrace so everybody go ahead and hit that video up yes definitely. <laughs> yeah that's it welcome that's, to the origins <laughs> that's crazy man i mean that's a great that's a great film for old people i swear i guess that was a very clever uh pick you had there so i like i said i applaud you for that because i was trying to figure out how what is he gonna pull out of his ass for this one and damn oh, yeah. fucking delivered so well how right. old were you in uh 1933 when this movie came out i was about 35 so yeah i was probably you know right in my prime so uh yeah oh, you know, yeah i know it's you talk about older than that you know 1800s for me were uh you know a time you know and, and really age for me was kind of strange because i aged different than most people because i've been around for centuries so i have no idea how old i really am but i am old as fuck so you know we'll go with that <laughs> you're looking good man i'll give you that i appreciate that man you know hey the bro man's still still intact man i love it so yeah. um, strong to this day that's right. That's right. Dan. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, oh, before we move any farther, did anyone see my boy in his story the other day when he was uh, fucking <laughs> snow shirt, rocking it out? I mean, shit, dude. I mean, horror stiffy or not, man, stiffy's all around. I just want to throw that out there. So, yeah, I was actually rock hard taking that picture too. Actually, believe it or not, you were rock hard. I mean, uh, okay, you know what? Let's move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting flustered here. Whoo, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot. Oh my gosh. All right, uh, let's, see, let's see what you got for number five, my man. Five. You play a good game, boy. But the game is finished. Now you die. Ooh, good transition there, Wes. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, it was. It kind of abruptly ended at the end there, but you know what? It is what it is. We'll make it work. There you go. All right. So at number five, man, for Sinister Seniors, I've got Minnie and Roman Castavet from Rosemary's Baby. Oh, nice one, dude. Yes, I love it. Thank you, sir. Now, anybody who hasn't seen this one, essentially, it's a it's a woman about a woman and her fiance or husband. I'm sorry, don't quote me. Um, they kind of move into this apartment and their next door neighbors are Minnie and Roman Castavet and they are the most kind of loving, supportive people that live next door to them. But then you kind of learn some more of their sinister backgrounds, hint, hint on the whole sinister seniors thing. Mm-hmm. And they definitely are not who they appear to be, man. And, and, and they're just, they're very caring people. And I remember watching this and it was kind of like one of those things where I, I kind of wish that I had neighbors that were kind of like that. I mean, they were very overbearing and kind of put themselves in into their lives more often than not, you know, just kind of like barging in at random times. Uh, but fucking, I thought they were great old people. And here they are in my list at number five. Uh, you, 
you like Rosemary's Baby, right? I, yes, I've seen it a couple times. It's been a while, though, actually. It's probably been, gosh, over five, six years since I've seen it. But I do remember them being just extra creepy and just, like you said, overbearing. And I fucking hate people like that. They're neighbors. Like, I love my, you know, people, if you can be my neighbor, that's fine. But, like, don't, like, insert yourself into my life. Like, I, unless I say, come into my life, stay the fuck away from me, you know? <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah, no, I feel it. Yeah, so, no, but it is, it is a very good creepy just scary ass film so yeah i'm with you dude without a doubt man mia farrow is is gorgeous as always and it's kind of weirdly worth noting that um the guy who plays mia farrow's wife and or oh not his wife excuse me her wife <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. <laughs> her fiance yeah her, her fiance and or a husband is an actor named john cassavetes and the old people in the film's names is castavet that's weird dude yeah, so I, I thought that the, there's a weird similarity there. I don't I don't know the backstory behind that because obviously I didn't do enough uh, <laughs> um, research. I'm sorry. You're the research boy? Come on. I thought it was worth noting. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm the research boy. I know. I'm like a fucking ar- archaeologist uh, discovering all of these random ass stats and artifacts that no one really gives a shit no, about. No, I, but no. I, I couldn't pull it out for you guys Dude, this I'm week. I'm telling you, everyone loves your, your uh, discoveries. I'm telling you, it's, it is one of the things that people tune in for every week. So we really, like I said, every, I said this a lot too. We appreciate you doing that. So uh, don't, Thank don't you, think brother. we don't. Exactly. Because we really do. So. Yeah, well, it's no skin off my dick, man. I have a great time doing it. Wow. Now I'm thinking about your, I mean, never mind. Okay. A couple. Okay. So you did a couple for yours. I'm going to do a couple for mine. Mine is a couple from a movie that came out. Um, I think it came out back in, you know, let me tell you, uh, 2009. It is a Ty West joint. Uh, it is the movie uh, House of the Devil and is a Mr. and Mrs. Ullman. Um, and this, this couple um, has, I mean, it's very, it's almost very similar to Rosemary's Baby, I think, in, in a lot of aspects. Um, it's a very slow burn film. If you've ever seen it before, you know that because it starts off kind of like introducing uh, Samantha as like this teenager, or maybe I guess she's, she's a college student and she's trying to find some extra money and uh, she gets a job, you know, babysitting an old lady and kind of, you know, things are kind of weird at first, but like she gets into the house and it's just, and it's like this, and a lot of people hate this movie because it takes so long to get going. But I love the fact that it kind of lulls you into this false sense of security. And as the movie takes off, uh, like a rocket up your ass, as I say all the time, um, (laughs) it leads you into this, it leads you into this (laughs) fucked up world of like Satan worship and all this stuff. And you're like, holy shit, you know, I won't say exactly what happens, but, um, but yeah, this, this couple, just kind of show up out of nowhere and just fuck this girl's life up and like kind of like in Rosemary's Baby. So I think it's it's kind of funny how people really tell people don't kind of compare these films a lot because they're very similar. But uh, of course, there are some differences, very glaring differences as well, too. But uh, that uh, some some really fucked up old people. So uh, have you have you seen this film? I have. Um, and I actually just watched this um, probably a f- couple months ago for the very first time. I heard a lot of love for it, and obviously the cover looks rad as hell. And pretty much all I knew was that it was like an 80s-themed kind of slow burn, and I'm like, okay, big bit. You know, that's right up my alley. And I, I watched it, and I was kind of let down. Um, I don't know if there was just something wrong with me that night or something, but I just was kind of bored by it. Um, And and then once you – I kind of got into the mindset where I didn't care what happened to the characters, and it's kind of hard to come back from that. But the ending is, is great. Um, I remember there's a, a – uh, 
headshot yes. scene. The headshot scene is fucking epic. It, it came out of nowhere that had me fucking mm-hmm. shook. Uh, yep. it, but that was good. So, I mean, as as a whole, um, yeah, I mean, I liked yeah. it. It was, I mean, it was pretty good. Like I said, that, that middle part really can't lose you in that. So either you're all in or you're just like you're checked out. So that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's so funny because people that love the movie tell me – they tell me personally, they're like, yeah, I love the fact of how they kind of – show her in the house and how things are going. And, and it's just kind of like, she hears weird noises, but she just kind of throws them off. And, you know, but then people go, yeah, that totally took me out of it because I just felt like it was, movie wasn't going anywhere. So it's like, it's just one of those films that either you love it or you fucking hate it. So there you go. Yeah. But I'm glad that you, uh, kind of enjoyed it. Like I said, the ending was a great ending. So, yeah, I I mean, good pick. I did, I did not see that coming at all. That's what, that's why I'm kind of excited about this week is that uh, a lot of times in film, the older people are typically overlooked, even though they can be the creepiest. So I'm, I'm kind of really excited to see what you pull out of your ass, and I'm sure you're excited to see what I pull out of mine. So it's gonna, it's gonna be fun. I love watching you pull stuff out of your ass. I heard that. I heard that. Mm. <laughs> see, we're talking about evil old people, and I'm a creepy old old people dude. So there you go. I guess all kind of, all kind of. Yeah, up, you so. are. All right. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on to number four. play a good game boy but the game is finished now you die angus dude fucking angus classic all right so at number four i've got good old sylvia ganoush from drag me to hell oh shit yeah dude fuck we you know i love this movie so take it away Oh yeah, yeah. As as I was kind of putting my list together, I I remember Drag Me to Hell, and then I knew that you would kind of get a little a little excited about this pick because you had Drag Me to Hell in the de- the witch episode with demons. What was uh, what was it? it? Was I think it was witch episode. I think I think yeah. You know, I'm kind of curious. You know, yeah, that, to, to talk about it, and I'll, I'll get back to you on that. All right, so yeah, pretty much just Sylvia Ganoush is a witch or whatever she is, and. She's creepy as hell in this one, man. She's a fucking psycho. So, pretty much for those who haven't seen the movie, it's about an older woman that needs a for that is trying to fight a foreclosure on her house, and kind of the main character plays a realtor. Is that what it is? A realtor? Uh, no, no. She's a she's a bank like a, a loan officer type thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And so she denies the old woman a, a uh, extra time to get the payment in, and. Then the lady puts a curse on her, and crazy shit ensues, man. This is a gross fucking movie. Um, this old lady, she is probably the haggiest of hags. I know she's definitely the grossest on my list. Um, if you haven't seen this one, check it out, because I know that Wes definitely gives his stamp of approval. Oh, hell yeah, dude. But then, like you said, the grossest one, like that scene where she's sitting at the, at the desk, and she's going to ask her boss, you know, if she can give her an extension, and she's, like, taking her teeth out to eat the candy. Oh, that's so fucking disgusting. I mean... I think sitting there suckling. Yeah, on. I mean, I get it. I totally understand because you know sometimes I take my teeth out to eat candy, but like you know you got to do it in, you do it in a very cooth way. You can't just like do it and you know, put on like a like a napkin and just, oh god, it's just I need to teach her how to do that better. So I, I hated that scene where she's like biting the girl's like <laughs> chin with like her her no teeth. She's like just has her mouth all over the other girl's mouth. It is so disgusting. Yeah, I was kind of turned on. It was like a hot little mecca scene right there for myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're into those older people, huh? I mean, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, this movie is fucking fantastic. It's a Sam Raimi, you know, joint. He is fucking amazing. So uh, it has the Evil Dead touches. A lot of Evil Dead in this movie. So, like, the car and 
there's a couple of things I forgot I mentioned in the, in the it's in the witch episode we talked about it so uh, but yeah, yeah okay. if you love if you love Sam Raimi and you love Evil Dead fucking check out Drag Me to Hell because it is badass so hell yeah brother what's your number four and my number four would be a movie it's a and I was going to put this I think I talked about it uh, in honorable mentions in our found footage episode I may not have I don't know I think I did but, uh, it is the taking of Deborah Logan from 2014 uh, have you seen this movie before. I still have not, man. It's that one fucking movie that just eludes me every time. I cannot find this. This movie is fucking fantastic. Yeah, okay, it's no, it's streaming nowhere. Uh, I had to put a patch on to watch it. Um, I say I patched my eye patch on. It's like a you know, like a smoking patch or something. But Nexium or whatever the fuck. I can't what the little ones are. Call me yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, this movie is fucking fantastic for the fact that it follows a. I think it's like a medical student. She's going to go interview a, a mom that has uh, Alzheimer's and her daughter you know, kind of live out in the sticks. And Deborah Logan is a sweet old lady. You know, she starts off real sweet and everything. And throughout this movie, she just takes like this dive into just sinister hell. I mean, it's just so great how they make her. She's, you know, she's, you know, okay, not to say she's very attractive, but she, she looks really good at the first, you know, she's, uh, her skin looks good. You know, she looks like she knows what she's doing. And by the end of this film, she looks like absolute shit. I'm talking like, damn. I mean, like it's all about wrote all, you know, we're hard and put up wet, dude. I mean, she was fucking wrote hard like 10,000 times and put up like just drenched. So, um, Yikes. yeah, I know, dude, but, uh, this movie is fantastic. And I, I don't give it too much away because a lot of this movie is – it's a real subtle uh, kind of slow burn. But it also just – you can kind of see this stuff really coming out of nowhere. Um, and it just kind of takes you and sucks you in. There's another sucking. It uh, takes you, sucks you into the movie. And, oh. you know, and um, it's just a fantastic film. The, the end scene, a lot of people have seen the ending scene. It's not ending scene, but it's toward the end where she is – consuming someone i won't give you too much on that but she is literally consuming someone and it's just creepy as fucking hell but um yeah you need to watch this movie it's hell fucking yeah, amazing uh just the way that this lady and, and actress that plays this i think her name is it's a uh, jill larson she just plays this role so well because you you feel bad for her but you also know that fucked up shit's going on with her and you, you also kind of like worried for the people around her but the way she plays it is so like under the radar it's just oh it's so fucking creepy so yeah good stuff yeah maybe one day i'll, I'll get around to checking that one out i need to i want to Seriously, it's fucking amazing, dude. I'm telling you, it's one of those films that I've seen probably three or four times. I watched it again last night, um, or two nights ago, I'm sorry, two nights ago for the podcast. And it's just, I was like, damn, this movie's fucking good. So anyway, uh, let's, get, let's get into our, uh, our number three. You play a good game, boy. But the game is finished. Now you die. Well, it's funny mentioning the whole patch thing earlier in the smoking patch, and I said fucking Nexium for some reason. I just looked that up, and that's for heartburn, so don't listen to me. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch it either, so yeah. Uh, okay, good. We're good. Don't, yeah, don't listen to our uh, medical advice at all. Just yeah, <laughs> Well, on that note, man, in at number three, I've got Nana and Pop Pop from The Visit. Oh, shit. All right, dude. Yeah. All right. You knew it was you coming. You knew it was coming, man. This one, this movie oh, just really gets under my fucking skin, man. Like... It starts off super innocent, these kids visiting their grandparents, and then just kind of, they're not quite who they seem, and then it's so fucking creepy, man. And I'm telling you, my favorite scene in this entire movie is when they're kind of playing hide-and-seek under the house, 
And then the grandma just pops up out of nowhere and like starts chasing him and saying, I'm going to get you. And it's, it's literally fucking terrifying. And, and then she, yeah. she like, she chases him outside of, from under the house. And then she pops up, pop. And then she's like, I'm making pot pie. And then like turns around and her fucking skirt is halfway ripped off. So you see her ass and it's just the weirdest fucking thing, dude. It is, dude. This film is, uh, it takes you on this ride. It's just, it's great. Yeah. You like it, don't you? I do, I do. It's like I've seen it multiple times. Uh, it's a uh, M. Night Shyamalan ding dong. <laughs> he just fucking knocks us out of the park. So yeah, is this his best movie? Um, you know, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say Signs is probably his best film. Honestly, um, that's just that's so solid. But this is definitely up there. This is definitely up there. So yeah, I'd say. So yeah, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> I'd say I love this one, man. I, well, I really do. It's just it's a lot of fun. Um the acting is absolutely fantastic from the the two kids and the little kid can definitely get annoying as shit at some parts. He keeps rapping throughout the fucking whole fucking movie. So <laughs> if you could just kinda get past that, then it's it's pretty decent. But like what little kid isn't annoying, you know, I mean in some possible fashion. So okay, well I won't go into that. But anyway, yeah, great film. So um, my number three film has a lot to do with the transitions we're enjoying in this podcast. It'll be the movie Phantasm from the year I was born. And I say this loosely. 1905. Oh. <laughs> wow. You got it right. Oh, my God. Uh, no, 19, 1979. Um, uh, I'm telling you, man, this movie just creeps me the fuck out. I watched it the other night for this, and I love this film. Like, I fucking love this film. Um Angus, dude. Angus. Scram. Scram, dude. God, he's just so fucking awesome, dude. Creepiest motherfucker ever. I've been talking like, you're talking about the creepiest of creepies, dude. He is just, has that look about him, the way he walks. In this movie especially, he has like the big arm swings and the way he moves his legs. He's and a big motherfucker. Like he, dude, he's huge. Uh, of course, he passed away a few years ago. He actually got to film uh, Phantasm Ravenger before he passed away, which is awesome. So we got to get one last one in uh, the sequels to this to this franchise that were just balls. I mean, they just fucking suck ass. But all of them? Um, yeah, I don't really enjoy any of them. Honestly, the first one's just badass. Like Ravenger wasn't bad for the fact it kind of was like you know, way past the prime of the movie. So it kind of like was fun to kind of revisit that whole entire universe. But it just went like the what's his name Reggie Reggie Bannister. That guy is the fucking worst actor <laughs> of all fucking time. I've I've seen like infants act better than him. I just don't. God, there's a scene in this, at the end of this film, like he's he's trying to console um, Jody and he's holding him. Um, I'm sorry, he's trying to console Mike. Excuse me, I'm sorry, Mike. And he's like rubbing his hair and like caressing him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so fucking creepy, dude. Like I can see him doing that in real life. I just like. Ew. So he's got as much life as a banister railing is what you're saying? Fucking perfect. You nailed it to the fucking <laughs> wall. Um, but anyway, let's let's talk about Reggie. Reggie's a fuck face. Um this movie is fantastic for the fact that, like I said, Angus just brings the tall man to life uh, in a, just a fucking perfect way. Of course, there's like iconic scenes of the little, you know, the phantasm ball flying through the air, like stabbing people in the face. And just uh, the scene where Jody's uh, laying in bed or Mike's lying in bed and, and the tall man's above his bed. And then the, the zombies come out and grab him. And, you know, just so many iconic scenes in this. I just, it's just such a great film from the seventies. I mean, I know it's kind of ending off the era, but um just a just a very solid entry into the horror genre period so um i mean honestly man i've seen this one once and i didn't really get necessarily the hype about it i 
Um, I, re- I really need to revisit it, though, because I don't want to kind of talk shit about it, because I remember watching it. I think I was, like, preoccupied with something else. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but, Rub- yeah, I've, I've never probably. seen any of the sequels. Yeah, I'll I mean, probably. <laughs> I, I haven't seen any of the sequels. You know, I, 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 it's just kind of been one of those franchises that, at least personally to me, I just really couldn't give a shit about. And I think that that needs to change, at least with the first two films, because I've heard great things about one and two. I mean, I haven't heard much great about the rest, but yeah. I think the first two I should revisit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I may revisit, revisit the first two or just the, the second one probably. It's like this, the first one's so great. Um but I don't really remember, I don't remember liking the second one. Uh, but like I said, I don't want to talk shit. It's, it's probably been 15 years since I've seen two. So uh, I can't really talk shit about it either. So I'm at the all to revisit that and uh, let you know what we think about it. Uh, I may post a little review of it on our site or whatever, so or the, the page. So anyway. Uh, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's move on to uh, see what you have for our number two. play a good game boy but the game is finished now you die okay i've got a good one here man beware the stare of mary shaw oh shit are you serious dude because that's my number two yes, as well <laughs> no shit yes <laughs> hell oh, yeah fuck. man yeah see and I'll, all before- right when we started recording, I said, I need to change two of these around. Yeah, it was Phantasm and Dead Silence, so I switched those up. So. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. So, so the movie's Dead Silence, 2007. Um, this is kind of a really unsung hero to me in terms of modern horror films. It's never talked about, ever. Yep, dude. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's one of those. It's it. If in other words, films people like love it or hate it uh, because it is, it is cheesy. It is a cheesy film. It has a really cheesy kind of storyline and stuff, and the acting is a little weird. And uh, it's about a doll, so it's you know it has that kind of. Eh. <laughs> but it's a James Wan film, and Lee Wan L. Don't you discredit it. it? Oh no, 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 no. Trust me, I not at all. But I'm just saying, like. But it's just so clever. It's a very clever film. It's a very creepy film. It's just oh, it's it's good. You're right. It's unsung totally. Oh yeah, you've got fucking Donnie Wahlberg too. Hell yeah, dude! Don't forget that. I mean, Donnie, man, can't can't, can't forget Donnie. I mean, just all the the back, you know, the Backstreet Boys or the NSYNC guys or the ninety eight degrees or something. Like was that. he in a boy band? Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, what was it? New Kids on the Block. There we go. He was a New Kids. Are you shitting me? No, dude. Come on, man. What's wrong? Yeah, you're like you're like five years old. So you won't remember that. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I knew man. about New Kids on the Block. I didn't know he was in it though. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? I say that. I hope I'm not fucking that up. I'm pretty sure he's in it. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Even though I'm standing by that, I'm standing by that. He is in. He is in. The, that was in the, yeah, yeah. He's in there. Oh. In well, the, okay. Glad that it worked out for you then. But this one <laughs> is just really, really creepy. Um, it, it's definitely one of those that got under my skin when I watched a long time ago, and basically. She, it's about this kind of urban legend woman that you can't scream or else she'll kill you. Yeah, well, no, and, well, no, no, she'll steal your tongue. Well, that also kills you. Maybe not, dude. I mean, I've seen some people with no tongues before and they've lived fine. Well, fucking who? Give me one person. I don't know. I'm old. Leave me alone. <laughs> I, need my, I, need, I need my pudding cup. I think you're thinking of people with no teeth. That's probably more your down your alley. Ah, fuck me. I don't know. Go ahead. Keep, talk, keep talking. All right. Anyways. Oh, fuck, where are we going at? Oh, yeah, she takes your tongue. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much she'll fucking kill you. And she's got dolls, and, and they're creepy as shit. And there's the kind of the feeling of this film is just really dark and gloomy, and it's always, like, 
just kind of devoid of life and just creepy as shit, I would definitely recommend this one to everyone. I know it's not one that everyone would like, but fuck that. I like no, it. No, it's great, dude. It's, it is so fucking creepy. Like like you said, it's a little dark. And, and it's cool because the color contrast, there's a there's a scene where he's driving uh, into where, I guess, his, his dad lives, into the mansion. And everything mm-hmm. is like gray and, and black and white. And his truck or his car is like bright red. So it's like it, you know, the, the color contrast in this are fantastic. Like there's, there's also a scene where, uh, I guess, uh, there's a mortuary scene where they're they get, the little boy goes on to look at uh, Mary Shaw. She's dead in a coffin, and there's little subtle like bright colors that are kind of tossed into the scene. But mostly it's like it's black, white, and gray. So it's really cool. The color contrast in this movie are really cool to kind of look out for and enjoy because. Like I said, the doll, even the doll itself, the little dummy she uses, you know, he has a red bow tie, but he's, he's black and white, um, and he has a black and white uh, suit. So that's really cool that uh, they kind of pull that out. So Yeah, and I feel ashamed because I don't remember. Is it Billy? Is Billy the name so, of the doll? Yeah, I don't think they're going to sell it on um, IMDb. Let me make sure, though, because I don't think that that's even. <laughs> he's, he's got like an acting credit. He looks just like Slappy from Goosebumps. That's what I'm thinking, dude. That's, I think, well, yeah, um, all right, so yeah, Billy, you're right. And he has uh, the voice. The guy does the voice. Uh, in in Rattel, I think is his name. So yeah, he does have acting credit. It's just a voice, though. So, so. Oh, classic in Rattel. Yeah, in, in, you know, in Rattel, he's in all that stuff. You know, whatever. <laughs> but you no, know, this movie is fantastic. I the, when I first thought of evil old people or just you know sinister seniors, like I was like, holy fuck, Mary Shaw is right up in there. So um, yeah, but my number one kind of trumps up. It was actually one of those last ones to me. It was it. I, I've I knew of all these other. Uh, senior really? films that I could add, and then yeah, and then I stumbled across Dead Dead. I stumbled across Dead Silence, and I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, here we go." Hmm. Well, that's interesting because I didn't even think that would be one you would like forget. But whatever. I mean, you're, mm. you're throwing shade now, boy. I ain't throwing shade. I'm just saying you're young and you know not really smart sometimes. So, I mean. I, I mean, I didn't know Donnie Wahlberg was in uh, New Kids on the True. Block, so there's True, that. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot to learn. That's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm ancient, so I'll tell you all the secrets of you know all the all the old time stuff. So you're a good boy. I got you. You're a good boy. Uh, appreciate that, pops. <laughs> all right, uh, I think we've arrived at number one, sir. That uh, that didn't take long at all. I mean, no, man, we're breezing right along here. We are, dude. So let's uh, get into our number one. play a good game boy but the game is finished now you die so my my number one pick it was the last movie i could think of that involved an old person and i'm very ashamed because i had to go with my lady pamela Voorhees. dude really yes what do you mean really really uh i, I don't know man i don't know kind of yeah i'm shocked at this pick i really am are you really? I really am because I thought we were going to kind of keep the slasher thing kind of at bay. But okay, I no, know. we okay, we only essentially made that ruling for uh, revenge because literally every slasher film was revenge film. We've had so yeah. many slashers on, but like really? it, I wouldn't really classify. I don't know. What are the slashers that we had? I know we've talked about a bunch. I don't know, man. I, uh, <laughs> dude, I, I'm, I can't think of any. Honestly, I can't think of any slash films we talked about. So it's okay because Pamela Voorhees is a badass. So I will, I'll will i give you this. I'll step back and I plant in the air and go, it's all you, brother. Yes. Step back, brother. <laughs> so Pamela fucking Voorhees, man. The OG, the raddest bitch to ever 
fucking bitch. I don't know. <laughs> she, it, this movie's fantastic, man. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it too much because, like I said, man, we can't talk too much about slasher movies, but I just wasn't about to discredit Mama Voorhees like that and not include her. I'm sure she wouldn't appreciate me calling her old, but I mean, she, she knows, I mean, you know. Yeah, I think she so, knows. So, Yeah. And then right doing this list, I was kind of looking at people that were old enough to be grandparents. Um, that kind of dictated what was a senior to me, um, even though that's not true a lot. You know, I've seen a lot of people that are 40-year-old grandparents. So I kind of thought – I didn't think that um, Betsy Palmer, who played Pamela Voorhees, I didn't think that she was that old during this movie. But, like, she was, bro. She was, pro- she was probably like 55, 60. So I was like, okay, big bet. I'm yeah, including yeah, her. I mean, like I said, you know, that's not old, old, but that's still, you know – yeah, most definitely. I mean, so other than being absolutely appalled at my pick, what uh, is your thoughts on the film? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. Oh, I'm already pissed off. A lot of flack for this. Okay, let me preface this by saying I love Betsy Palmer as Pamela Voorhees a lot. Like I love that character so much. Don't get me wrong. That's why I'm I'm letting it slide for the number one pick. As a movie. Even as a slasher movie, I'm just not a fan of the first Friday the 13th. Oh, God. I'm just not. Oh, God, it hurts. I'm just, I know, man. I'm just really not. I just, it's, it doesn't flow right to me. Like, it just kind of goes on weird tangents. Um, the kills look f- f- fake as shit. I mean, just, I don't you know. You look fake as shit. Are you kidding me? The axe in the face? <laughs> okay, that one, okay. That one was actually pretty decent. But, like, the other ones, Ke- I don't know, man. Kevin just, Bacon getting speared through the neck? Dude, as I, as I watch that, every time I watch that, like, it's so apparent how fake that is. I mean, of course, it's very iconic. Yeah. It's so iconic. I'll but, give you that. You know, but it's just like – and it, it is awesome. It's classic. But like I just – I don't know, man. I just don't like the very first Friday the 13th film. I just, well, see, I'll let that slide because you know of an, my infamous opinion on another slasher film that makes people go crazy. Yes, I do. And I won't share that with anybody because that'll be – see, that's a good talk for a later show. I don't want to ruin anything yes. about that. So, yeah, okay. All right. So we both have our qualms about stuff. So we'll let those slide. But, I mean, okay, let's just say that I've seen a lot worse than this movie. So let's not say – I'm not saying it's like the worst – you know, movie slash slasher movie I've ever seen. Um, but it's just not my cup of tea, especially when you're talking about the Friday the 13th franchise. Um, I honestly think they should have put Jason in there somewhere, like toward the end maybe. But, and of course they did. With he was. Ari Lehman. <laughs> Ari Lehman, brother, you're just, yeah, good job. Dude, he has piggybacked that fucking roll to the ground and back. I'm telling you, man, hey, props to the guy because I couldn't do that shit. So, dude, keep on, keep it on because you're, Fucking trucking for Jesus, dude. So, hell yeah, trucking for Jesus, yeah, baby. Right. I use it all the time, dude. No, he said that. <laughs> in our <laughs> episode, I use it all the time now. Um, anyway, all right, well, let's uh, move on to my number one. Uh, it's a little movie that uh, I don't think anybody, anybody really knows about this film. Honestly, I think it's one of those obscure films that. No, I'm just kidding. It's the fucking visit. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um. Everything you said, I was like, I agree with that. But it's like, I don't want to give it too much away. I want to talk about it a little more, you know, as my number one pick. So, but yeah, that scene under the house, dude, just fucking rocks me to the core every time. I think that everyone can also relate to this film and the fact that you've been to your grandparents' house and you've had that creepy kind of feeling sometimes where, you know, you don't understand what your grandparents are doing because they are old and kind of just like, yeah, yeah, man. It's weird. It's like otherworldly. Yeah, it's like the disconnect is there. So you really like – because they're so young and these people are so fucking old. And it's like 
the generational gap is so glaring at you. You're like, holy fuck, how are they even talking to each other? You know, because it's just so weird. But um, just this, the descent into this one, too, from like you first get there and they almost seem normal when they first get there, you know. But by the end of this film, <laughs> dude, uh, I'm just going to say the fucking diaper to the face, dude, still just haunts Oh my god! I was going to mention that. Yeah. Oh my god! That's just, and I feel so bad for that kid. Like I said before, that kid is fucking annoying. But what kid isn't sometimes? But like, at first I was kind of like, kind of giggling because I'm like, oh, a fucking kid got you got shit to the face. But I'm like, oh shit, what if that was me? You know, how would I feel if I got you know a fucking diaper wiped around me? So it's like, "Eh." yeah. Uh. And the thing was that this kid in the film is a germaphobe, so he's like creeped out by just any germs or whatever. And then the old guy's like, "Oh, so uh, you're afraid of germs, huh?" And then literally just takes this diaper full of shit and just smears it on his face. And it's that 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 part is just so foul because like I almost put myself in that yeah. kid's shoes, and it's like, could you imagine someone that you thought was a grandfather doing that to you? Like that's just honestly one of the most fucked up things I could think of. A grandparent doing oh, yeah. to their definitely grandchild. I mean, that's that that right there. Honestly, I mean, other than just flat out killing them, that would be one of those things where you're like, okay, you crossed the line and you can't even see the line anymore. You yeah, you need to fucking go away. Um, but it's uh, uh, Peter McRobbie plays that that role, dude. He is so fucking perfect to this role, man. He. Yeah, because oh, like, so like you know, throughout the movie, he's kind of telling them how, like, oh, your grandmother is not feeling well, or he's trying to cover for her. But at the same point, he's fucking Looney Tunes, and he holds it together in these parts. You're like, this, oh, it's just fucking brilliant. I just, I love this fucking movie. Um, and I understand why you had it a little higher in your list because sometimes it can be kind of, um, kind of re- repetitive in the film. But just, I guess, I always put myself in these situations sometimes, and I can just see myself in this thing and be like, holy fuck, how could you even make it through any of this stuff? And of course you want to go home halfway through and, you know, and then they end up staying and there's some really heartfelt moments in this too. Like you really feel like they're connecting with these grandparents and it's just like, it's all for nothing. So I don't know, just fucking, just fucking awesome. So. Mm-hmm. That ending too. I don't think no. anybody could see coming. Of course it's M night Shyamalan ding dong. So you, you know that something crazy is going to happen. I think in terms of his, his kind of twists, this one's kind of more, down key then you know not absolutely batshit bonkers but it's still a very very it's noteworthy it's a very effective twist I think. I think it's not like I said, it's not like his best it's very it's true probably one of the most effective ones and also the scene where she's the girl is caught in the bedroom with the grandmother and just the back and forth like the cat and mouse oh. game god that's so fucking good oh my god like the old ladies under the bed, like trying to reach her, you just see her hand grabbing, like, uh, like that's that's the shit I imagine. Remember when I tell you, like, I'm scared of like people tickling me, and if I stick my foot out or something, that's who I imagine is gonna fucking tickle me, dude. I swear, don't hey, fucking Casey, tickle me. I'm gonna sneak in that room and I'm gonna tickle your foot, and it's gonna be fucking hilarious. I'll fucking kick you right in the head. I I'm swear to God. Fucking, I'm gonna fucking videotape it and put it on YouTube, and it's gonna be fucking great. So. <laughs> I'm oh man, I'm gonna kick your nose in so far you're gonna smell your brain. I am very, very sneaky, so good luck, buddy. Uh, <laughs> that's right. In um, and out. That's what she said, but, um ooh, yeah, you like that? Ooh. Um Okay, well, this is a very good transition because we just talked about the guy wiping the uh the diaper in dude's face. So I'm anxious I'm really, really, really anxious to find out what your ship pick is. So let's get right into that, sir. Hey kids, it's time for Kevin's Shit Pick of the Week. So this one, I don't know if a lot of people are going to know about this one. It's kind of 
right in the middle of the line in terms of popularity. It's called Grandmother's House. Oh my god, I must watch this film for this for this uh, as well. <laughs> so this movie's from 1989, and it's pretty much kind of along the same lines of The Visit, where it's uh, a young girl and a young boy have to go with, live with their grandparents, and their grandparents aren't exactly who they seem. But dude, this movie's literally called Grandmother's House, right? Yep. It's not – the grandmother has nothing fucking to do in anything in this movie. If anything, it focuses on the grandfather. And even at that, it's barely even about the grandfather. It's about fucking Brink Stevens. Brink Stevens is in this movie. Big surprise. Huge really? uh, b- booby shower in the 80 films, dude. She – oh my god, this movie makes me so mad because I was totally expecting this to be kind of like Visit where the creepy grandparents – but. It's not even about the grandparents most of the time. I mean, honestly, towards the end, maybe it is, kind of but sorta. absolutely nothing to do with the grandmother. Why would you call a grandmother's house? If, you, if they call it the grandfather's house, I'd be like, okay, big bet. Like, you know, fucking, it's about the grandfather. But no, they named it grandmother's house. Made me big mad. I'm big mad about this. If you can't tell, I'm heated. He's big boy mad. Let's just, you know. <laughs> I, and it's just so, like... It's just one of those films where nothing fucking happens, man. Like, the kid has visions of, you know, his grandparents being mean and his grandfather doing this and that. But up until the end, nothing fucking happens. And and that's what I always say, man. A boring movie is worse than a bad movie. True. I totally fucking agree with that. Because uh, boring can be okay. At least there's some things in it that you can maybe grab onto. But, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, man. Totally. I yeah. said a mouthful there. That's what she said. Um, no. But yeah, I almost watched this for this, this show, and I'm so glad I just passed it on by because I would have been pissed too. So at least all, at least just one of us is pissed. So go ahead and give me that wah wah wah. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so we're gonna give this shit pick a big shitty punch. <laughs> Hell yeah! Is it gonna go again? Yep, there it is. <laughs> It always does it twice. You gotta get in there twice, man. You gotta get in there twice. Um, you know, That's what she said. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Damn, we're just kicking ass on the she said things. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I think that wraps up our, our top five and the shit pick, man. I think it's uh, – we've actually, this is a very short show. This is probably the shortest shows we've ever had, honestly. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, we still got some things. Just kind of went in, went back out. I mean, you know, we, we got in there, got all wet and weird, and then came on out, and we're just sloppy wet, so <laughs> – <laughs> Moist, some would say. Very moist. Uh, moist and delicious. Um, mm. Yeah, like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you have any honorable mentions to talk about? Because I got zero. Like, I had tough enough time coming up with my five to begin with. So, I do, actually, man. I've got one movie. It's called oh, – well, okay, it, it has three names. So you kind of know what to expect here. Mm. <laughs> one name is House on Tombstone Hill. Okay. One name is The Dead Come Home. Hmm. My favorite – personally of the three given names to this film is dead dudes in the house <laughs> oh hell yeah but, oh, you know, I, I shit you fucking not. i like the way that you know there's three different names for this that movie and there's like a lot of different names for this podcast too so i think that's kind of kind of fitting so yeah yeah exactly so i mean this film is it's a trauma film so it's about a group of friends that go to a kind of abandoned house and then they just kind of party and then they realize that there's like a spirit of like an old woman but it, I can't tell if she's a spirit or not. I don't know. The movie's shitty, so I didn't really give two shits. Um, and then she kind of she kind of kills him. Uh, in hindsight, it sounds actually like a really good movie. And honestly, as I'm talking about it, I'm like, maybe I should rewatch that one because it kind of 
All right, you're not going to like the way this sounds, but it's kind of Demon Wind-ish, where it's like a bunch of people going in into this kind of thing, not expecting anything, you know, all these teenagers, and then this the spirit or whatever kills them one by one. And it, it's not, it's kind of... Uh, I was kind of hoping it would be more slasher-like, but it, it's just... It doesn't have any heart, and it's just kind of... I don't know, man. The cover of it has... Okay, people, please pause right now. Look up Dead Dudes in the House, and the cover shows five dudes. It looks like a boy band on the cover, and they're, like, holding their hands up like they're scared or whatever. None of them are in the fucking movie, dude. (laughs) They have a cover. Their cover doesn't have any of the fucking people in the actual movie. Damn. See, and you bring anything in Demon Wind and anything you're going to watch, uh, pass. I'm already out, dude. And even you say that too. Hey, two weeks from now, buddy. Okay. Two, yeah. Two weeks from now, we are going to, yeah, that's something we're going to talk about. So, and yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it for the fact that we'll be in the same room together watching it. So I guess it'll be fine. I'm going to be getting drunk off my ass too. So that'll be kind of good. So I'll have to worry, worry about watching it. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of got to get some beers hell flowing. Yeah, dude, the fucking reds are going to be flowing like the you know, same in a Capistrano. So, um, yeah, we're all over, dude. Um, well, yeah, like I said, I had enough problems finding just my top five. I, did, I, I went through this list probably 10 times you know, going, oh, no, that won't work. That won't work. That won't work. And glad I came up with the five I have. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of a difficult week because every single kind of topic we've had so far the film was attributed just to them whereas this one it was kind of to the old people in the film so it's like instead of being like oh at number five for old people's rosemary's baby like no everyone would be like what you know you kind of have to be roman and mini cast of it from rosemary's baby so it's it was kind of different but it it was a little easier when we kind of broke it down yeah, like that. Yeah, because you told me that. And kind of voiced them yeah, by you name. You told me that. I'm like, oh, that's much easier to think about because I was trying to think of just like old people that were evil or sinister people. I'm like, it's, it was so hard. But when you broke it down like that, I was like, all right, I think I got this now. And I came up with my top five. So I'm glad you – because if you hadn't said that, I'd be fucked. I'd have been like, I got three films, dude. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> the other two, I'll just sit there and go, yeah. oh, fuck me. But uh, – <laughs> I'm proud of us, man, for having a full slate every week. Other than having to share the sharks week, I mean, we've been we've been able to come up with some pretty solid lists yeah. with that share a couple in common, and then some films neither of us thought of. True, either, that's so still true. Like, I think I think the shark episode was one of those where there wasn't that many anyway, so you know it was kind of a given that we would share the same list. You know, just so. You know, but I, like I said, I've oh, been yeah. coming up with this top fives is definitely not an easy task. People think, oh, it's easy. No, just try it for all these different subgenres. It gets difficult because you want to you want to make sure that you include ones that you like, but there may be some that it may be really good, you know, for that genre, but maybe you don't like the film. So it's like trying to find that balance is sometimes very difficult. So you know, so don't don't knock us till you try us. So, very much so. But anyway. Um, well, that's all our films of the week. I think we've covered a shitload of old people in this film, in this, uh, in this film, in this podcast. Um, I didn't, I hardly <laughs> talked about myself, which is kind of nice because, you know, I kind of uh, identify with this genre more than any other one. So, um, yeah, being old, old as shit, fuck, dude. I mean, I just, every day I'm just reminded of how old I am and I'm just like, damn, how am I still alive? I don't understand why I haven't just killed over dead yet. So <laughs> death, please take Seriously, me. <laughs> I mean, just sweet death, just fucking French kiss my ass and take me on to heaven. So, uh, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, what it is. Holy cow. That's what it is, brother. Uh, <laughs> 
but okay, let's uh, let's get into some shout outs. Um, I don't know if I have anything shout out wise. I have some things working. What you have anybody you wanted to shout out? Um, no, man, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of anyone that I haven't shouted out yet that I really need to that I know that I know there's someone out there that I've forgotten about. Um, that just really needs a shout out. I mean, we got our staples. You know, we got scares and tears. Our boy Adam. Yeah. Uh, oh, there. Well, um, well, of course, we got, we, got the, we got the staples. Everyone knows the staples of the show. If you don't know the staples of the show, what the fuck is wrong with you? <gasps> That's the first time I've said that. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. You waited this I long? I waited almost 50 minutes in to say that catchphrase. What is wrong? See, I'm old. I'm forgetting. Alzheimer's setting in. I'm probably going to die in the next five minutes. So um, before before Holy we – At least do it on the podcast <laughs> because then that will probably get a lot of notoriety. <laughs> um, there are three people that I see right now that I need to shout out. I'm totally – yeah, I knew I would. Um, actually, what we got uh, one, we got two new, two newer people that uh, have joined the listen to the podcast and have uh, been sharing our stuff a lot and just been really vocal with us. Uh, one is uh, Shauna Shauna De- Daney, I think is her name, um, and the other one is uh, Queen of the Spoops. Uh, these two ladies have definitely just started listening in the past few weeks and have been sharing our stuff and liking everything and just being just very supportive. And we really do appreciate you guys. Uh, one that has actually sent me something. It was really cool pins, uh, some screen pins. Uh, her, she goes by, I pull my hair out and, uh, she's been supporting the podcast lately and just really been uh, a great support system. And we just really do appreciate you guys big time. So, yeah, actually there is one, man. I can't believe that we didn't think about it sooner. Mm, please tell me. Looks that kill moi. Yeah. Oh fuck, dude. How do we, our girl McKaylee, man. Yes. Holy fuck. If you guys haven't seen the post with her on our page, go there right fucking now because it is fucking amazing. Literally the best thing that I've seen as a result of this podcast. This What she did for us literally blew my mind. The, mm-hmm. the fact that someone would be this fucking rad, it, I'm still not really used to it. I'm still kind of in shock, but I would share this picture every single day if mm-hmm. I could. And I hope you're listening, Michaeli. I don't think you realize how much that really means to us. Oh, totally. I mean, like I said, it's when because I think you said, "Hey, you know, someone." I was out the day that you posted, and someone said, "Hey, have you checked out the the post yet?" I go, "No, what's going on?" And I pulled it up, and literally my jaw dropped to the fucking floor. It was like Mary Shaw ripped my jaw out and threw it on the floor. I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> uh, and uh, I was just like, "That's just the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life." Um, but you really are just – you're always supporting us and just always being awesome. So thank you so, so much for just believing in us and painting us on your chest. That's just – that's craziness. So, And she even had my blue hat, dude. I know. My that. backwards hat. I, love it. I was like, holy shit. It's awesome. Just – I mean, yeah, just talent just coming out everywhere. It's just awesome. So – um, yeah. Thank I, you so much. Yeah, I can't believe we just let that slide beside. I'm old. You're young. We just we're all wrapped up in our bullshit. <laughs> Brains are all mush. It is. Dude. This whole this whole week has been mush for me. But um, thank you again. Seriously, you're fucking awesome. Um, oh, yeah. We will go with some podcast shoutouts now. Um, Alone in the Dark podcast. You guys are fucking awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. We have a new episode coming out pretty soon. I'm very excited about that. So you guys will check them out when they drop uh, the new episode. Fucking awesome. Uh, Music City Horror. Every week, man, kicking ass. We love you guys. And last but not least, the horror basement with Jim Jam, uh, Yeti, and Johnny Leroy. Uh, we are officially part of their podcast network, the Tennessee Horror News. Uh, I'm sorry, Tennessee Horror News Network. Um, we really do appreciate you guys incorporating us into your stuff and just supporting us every week, sharing our stuff. Just you guys are fucking the greatest. So can't uh, can't say enough good things about you. So. Um, 
I think we've come to that part of the show where I forget to ask you something. And this week I fucking <laughs> remembered my Alzheimer's is like, cut off for a second. Yeah. so yeah, why don't you tell, Good job. Know, dude, I'm so proud of myself. Why don't you tell us what we're covering next week on this podcast? All right. So next week is going to be a really fun week. We're, we kind of opened it up a little bit more, made it more, not so one note. We are going to do for chapter 19, creepy crawlies. Creepy crawlies. Now this can include spiders, man. This can include insects, bees, fucking, I don't know, caterpillars, any, oh, any insect you can imagine. Really? We're going to wow. try and cover it. Damn. I mean, I don't remember seeing a horror film about caterpillars, but uh, I'm all for it. Hey, there's got to be one, man. If there's one about a, a girl that has teeth in her vagina, then there's got to be one about a caterpillar. Oh, teeth in the vagina. Can't uh, educate some every time. Classic. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, that is funny. You said that's 19. So we have got to come up with a great one for 20. Seriously. Um, and I think I think we talked about it before. So oh, I think yeah. we're, number 20 is going to be a very good episode. Uh, and I think we have some cool stuff planned for that one, too. So definitely check. Uh, episode 20 yes. out, so but I'm excited for next week, especially because it's gonna be fucking badass. So I think that's just about it. Oh, oh we gotta plug ourselves, plug ourselves up. Um, gross, yeah, I know. Um, so you can find us on Instagram at It's a Horror Podcast, uh, you can find us on Facebook at It's a Horror Podcast, fuck Twitter, fuck Twitter, and uh, my personal Instagram page is Old Man Ghostface, and yours is The Shape of Revenge. Oh, fuck, dude. Look at you. Being <laughs> slick and sly. Throwback, huh? Dude, that's a throwback to motherfucking long time ago. Shit. <laughs> Anyways, my my Instagram is slashing captain. Slashing captain. But I do. I kind of miss that, man. That's where it all started for me. If anyone wants to know the history behind where I came from and just social media, hit me up on DMs. I'll, I'll tell you all about it because it's interesting. But uh, yeah, the shape of revenge. The holy fuck. That's and it's funny because people listening to older episodes, they'll hear me say that and they'll look me up and go, and that doesn't exist anymore. Where the fuck did it go? <laughs> strange, strange stuff. Um, That's OG shit right there. It is OG to the fucking max. Um, do we have any recent hour yet? We're 55 or 56 minutes. I can't believe we're going to break an hour. Uh, should we just talk? We've for, really been pushing it too. Can we, we just talk for five <laughs> minutes? I mean, I don't know what else to say, but. Yeah, fucking sure, man. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what we missed out. Let us know, you know, what what films we should have included that we didn't. Let us know which ones you agree on and which ones you didn't. I'm kind of excited to see what you guys think. Definitely, because I know we forgot. But someone go, oh, why didn't you include this one? This is so fucking obvious. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, every single week, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that that movie exists. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so and it's so funny how we forget these things too. Because I actually forgot a couple of like my favorite films. Sometimes, like I get so wrapped up in trying to get the right list that I forget some of my favorite films. I'm like, damn it, why the fuck did I not put that on my list? So. Yeah, it is. Well, of course, we've been old, too. It's a struggle out here. It really is a struggle here for a podcaster. And damn, I'm still just drawing blanks on shit to talk about. You know what? Fuck it. We're just going to end it right here. Let's just end it. Let's yeah, end let's it. end it. Uh, so <laughs> my name is Wes. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See you. I won't.